Hello and welcome back to another episode of Otaku Susume, or Recommendations for My Otaku Spouse. I'm Wesley. And I'm Jen. So let's get started. So today we are talking about manga. Whoop, whoop. Yay. Um, <laughs> wow, so excited. <laughs> this is a series that I've been reading for a while. A I just checked. Long while, yeah. Yeah, I checked though the copyright date for volume one, and I don't know if I've actually been reading since uh, the pilot chapter came out. But I, th- I don't know. Something in my head was saying that I read the pilot and then didn't read it when it got picked up for a while. This would probably help if I told people what it was. Yes. So today we are going to be talking about Komi-san wa Komi-sho desu, or in English, Komi Can't Communicate. It's released by uh, Shogakan in Japan under their Shonen Sunday imprint and by Viz Media in America. So if you are interested in this, you should go out and pick it up. We probably won't put up links to it, but you can find it on Amazon. And if we do put up links, I think I'm legally required by the FCC to tell you they might be affiliated links, Mm. but that would require us to set things up that we don't have set up yet. What, for Viz Media or for Amazon? For Amazon. Oh, we have affiliated links for Amazon. We could totally set those up if you want. Sweet. There might be links <laughs> in the bio below. If Which you're may or may not be affiliated. <laughs> if they are, we're required by the FCC. Okay. That's an American thing. Okay. I assume we get most of our listeners from America. We have listeners? We've got at least one, and I know he's American. Hey, Kenny, go by Komi-san Can't Communicate. <laughs> oh, Jen's recommending it. So that may mean that my first impressions are wrong. Because I've been reading this now for a while, which is why we have 14 volumes up on our show. But technically 15, because we have one volume of the American English release. American release? It's released in America. What? Yeah, but it's released in various countries, but it's released in English. Yes. Yes. And the the other 14 are in Japanese. Yeah. And volume 15 in Japanese just came out. Oh, did it? it. Yeah. Came out like this week. Ah, which means if you went to the store to try and get it, they wouldn't have it in stock because that happens every time you try to pick up a new manga. (laughs) It's true, but they did have it in stock. And like an idiot, I went, maybe the book off will have it. Seriously? It just came out. It's not going to be in the book off. I could dream. Anyway. It wouldn't be a reduced straight anyway. Anyway, uh, so (laughs) I recommend, I've been reading this for a while now, clearly, and I recommend it to Jen because I rather enjoy it. And it's been interesting watching her read it because she's refused to tell me anything. And I just hear the occasional muffled snort or the inquisitive hum. 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 Are you sure I'm not playing Minecraft? It could be either, honestly. Hum. <laughs> Stupid villages. So, Jen, what are your initial impressions of Comey-san Can't Communicate? Hum. Or Comey Can't Communicate? I have opinions that we need to discuss. So you have opinions. I have opinions. Need... <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so where to start? I. You're the one with the opinions here. Should we well, start with like the characters? Uh, let's start with the translation. Let's start with the translation. That's always ominous coming from two translators. But yeah. So I decided. Actually, I've tried to read Komi-san before. And I couldn't get through it the first time. So for the podcast, I had to read it. So I was like, well, this time let's try it with the English to see how the English handled it. And Because this is the first one we've talked about that we've had both the English and the Japanese available to us. That's true. And part of that was because you wanted the English. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to see how they handled it. Because the thing with Komi-san Can't Communicate is it's a story about a girl called Komi-san who has, in Japanese, Komi-sho. 
And so all the names are based on characters' personalities, like the main character is Tada no Hito, as in an ordinary person. He's just a regular guy. He's just a regular guy, but they couldn't obviously change his name for the international release, so he's just Tada no. But you're kind of missing, you're missing a large part of the joke in all the characters' names. Yeah, because that is a, every character has a spoof name, even if it's not immediately apparent. So do they use translator notes? Nope. Is there a glossary at the end of the book explaining these? Nope. I know there was like one splash page in an early chapter where it shows a dozen characters and has their name and a little bit below it to kind of give away the pun. Do they have that? Nope. It just has all of their names reg- like in Japanese, but obviously spelled out in English. So but th- so there's no explanation whatsoever? No. So the, n- That's the a pun- massive joke lost. Yeah. So the huge joke behind the names is completely lost. Like, I mean, one of the first characters you get introduced to is the childhood androgynous friend. Yes. childhood friend. Everyone's childhood friend. They are everyone's childhood friend. Yeah. And the childhood friend's name is Osana space Najimi. As in Osana Najimi. Childhood friend. Childhood friend in Japanese, yeah. <laughs> Man, I see. So, when so I they're just re- called Najimi in the, in, in the English. Which makes sense. But if there's no, in this, like when a character's first introduced or something, if there's no explanation of the joke, I'm not saying you got to do it every time they show up. But yeah, that, that seems like. That, but it, how can you translate that? Could you change every character's name? No, no, I wouldn't do that. Because exactly. you're not going to come up. But I think, I think if you just put a translator's note in the margin the first time a character showed up or something, or maybe you could do it like um, Elfson, uh, plus-sized elf in America, Elfson wa yasadadanai in Japanese. What they do is at the end of every chapter, they've just got like a one-page splash that says a sketch of a character with their name and species, because in Elfson, they're all mythical creatures, and their names are puns off of their species. But that works because... Their species names in Japanese are similar to their species names in English. Except and for Honeda and Kusahanada. True. And Meadow. Okay. Apart from those. But. And Hitome. Those names um, were kept in the international version as well. It's true, but. And the character descriptions were in the original Japanese. Yeah. Which I this doesn't have. I just feel like you could have put something in the margins. Just, you know, a little. This character, like, Osanana Jimmy is a Japanese for childhood friend or something. It, it's a little more ham-fisted, but it doesn't just completely skip out on the joke. Well, they did. Mm. I do. That kind of feels like the year 2000s fan translation notes level of... <sighs> no, some of those were really bad. Some of those were <laughs> really, really bad. Like they'd like yeah. like they'd leave actual words that weren't names untranslated. There was a huge thing in the Dragon Ball community recently about um an attack that Stacy was getting involved in. You mean in the in the Dragon Ball series, not an an actual attack between fans. No, no, an attack in the series yes. that became online attacks <laughs> because they didn't translate the word Hakai. Or they did translate the word Hakai? I don't remember. But one group was angry and the other group was saying that's stupid. And it's the same thing. What do you translate and what don't you? You can't please everyone. You absolutely can't. But I feel that they're missing a lot with this. Correct. Which is why I wanted to pick up the English to see how they handled it. Because mm, it has been something that you and I have talked about in the past is when you get a lot of puns like this, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was also just 
I couldn't finish reading the English volume. I got too annoyed with it and I had to put it down. <laughs> That's partially because, probably because as a translator, I'm like, I wouldn't have worded it that way, or I would have worded it that way, that, or that's a good translation. But mostly I found this, the sound effects really frustrating, really frustrating. Yeah, they did your, uh, they, they, they hit your biggest pet peeve with sound effects, didn't they? Bah! They put nouns in when you're supposed to put sounds in. There's sounds, use sounds. Yeah, there's a couple of times when I think a noun can work, but then there's other ones where it just absolutely doesn't. So the biggest one, and I found three cases of this in one volume, is... In one volume? In one volume. <laughs> when, <laughs> when characters are... Like, a character or a group of characters are running, in the Japanese it's like, do, 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 which is like... It's it's the sound of feet hitting the floor, whereas in the Japanese it's... Da um, sorry, in the English it's dash, 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 dash. And that doesn't work. One, because you've basically got a wall of text. Oops. You've got a wall of text across the screen now. Screen? Page. Page. Sorry. And second of all, dash as a sound effect is like a single, a single straight action. You dash somewhere. Yeah, it's like, if it made it just dash as a single, that would work better yes. than dash, 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 dash. Because dash, 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 dash sounds like the character should be zigzagging. And it just... It really annoyed me. Fair enough. You've faced problems like this with some of your own work. Would you put this on the translator or would you put this on the editor? <laughs> no, that's unfair. That's unfair to the translator. That's unfair, that's unfair to, the to the editor. I blame we don't the know, adapt. <laughs> we don't. We don't know the backstory behind that. But no, it's, it's it's. I would just say, don't go with your gut instinct. Actually, think about what the implication of the sound is. Sometimes in English, though, this noun has become the onomatopoeia for it as well. So it's always kind of a, would you expect, I think for me, my thing is always, would I see this in an American comic? Yes. Like if a door is opening and you write creak, creak is a noun. Yes. But it's also the onomatopoeia for a door slowly yeah, opening. which absolutely works. Yes. But if a door opened and it said open. No, that'd be bad. That'd be really bad. Even if the Japanese literally says open. Mm. That that loses something. The one that always annoys me the most is just the general dong. Ah, uh, yeah, because it could be like ta-da or bang or like it's uh, normally a here here they are. Here something ah. is, or someone's making a statement, or just yeah, just shock. But shock doesn't work because it's not a sound. Yeah, I dong. It's annoying. Yeah, I normally do that as ta-da, depending on the situation. I do ta-da or da-dun da when I want a little bit more drama. Da-dun. Yeah. But it, it sucks. But the annoying thing as well is that there have been other instances in this book where there was a tump-tump-tump-tump-tump. So I think, why didn't they use tump-tump-tump-tump in these other places where instead they swapped it out for dash-dash-dash-dash? I mean, it's even hard to say. It doesn't sound good when you're reading it out loud. And I know you're not supposed to read manga out loud, but still. You can. You can. Don't tell like, people how to enjoy their manga. Smile. No, nah, that's another one, one. That, another one that annoys me. I usually go with beam for that. Beam. Beam. Or even just replace it with haha or hee hee or he. Sometimes, or grin, but when it's just grin, like. Maybe. Mm. Like when it's Nico. So I, I, I've used smirk before. Well, that, that's a very particular kind of smile. True, but you'll see that with kind of a nya before. Mm. When you get kind of more of a. that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't probably go with smile, but there are some difficult ones in there. 
The Japanese have a lot more sound effects than we do, and unfortunately, you can't use Batman's bash, pow, fwing for all of them. No. I use them for a lot of them, but you go too far and you get really Adam Westy. But on the flip side, you get gushunk, the sound of a shark breaking down a door. That's fair enough. I Which like is, that one. Which works really well. I like that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Google it if you haven't. I'll add it in the translator's notes. It's a thing. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. It sounds like something straight out of that old anime, Gyo, where all the fish become fish zombies with little legs that terrorize the land. Yeah, I think it was Gyo before Gyo was a thing. Oh, well, fair but enough. But it was with sharks. Gyo, I don't know. We're getting off the subject. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, yeah, I couldn't finish the English, and so I read the rest in Japanese. Couldn't finish the English. So, an interesting thing I found out just off the top of my head about the English as well is that in Japanese, they say that the title of the book is Komi Can't Communicate. But to keep the alliteration, they spell Komi with a C. And in the English one, they get rid of the alliteration and spell Komi with a K. Yes. But that's another one where... You'll see a lot of Japanese manga nowadays. Well, not a lot, but you'll see a fair number of Japanese manga nowadays where they'll put on what they believe to be an English translation of the title. <laughs> and it's just bad English. Sometimes. Oh, there, like, there's Elf a... can't even diet is plus-sized Elf's Japanese English title. That's true. That's not bad, though. Um, <laughs> for, for meme purposes, it's not bad. For meme purposes, okay. I don't think they meant it for it to be a meme. But... Yeah, I am hoping there's that one about the uh, fish princess who gets addicted to eating seafood. And that one, the English subtitle is Forbidden Fish is the Sweetest. Oh, Yeah. That sounds really good. <laughs> but we're getting off the subject. <laughs> Back to Komi Can't Communicate. Back to Komi-san wa komi-shou desu. Hi. I hated the first volume. Fair enough. I hated it. The I just couldn't. I think that was another reason I couldn't finish the English was I just didn't like it. And honestly, after finishing it, it took me a while to, before I moved on to the second volume. What I remember the first volume, and then you can tell me how you feel, is that the first volume is very, you know, it's very monster of the week to introduce the different strange personalities of the classroom. Yeah. And so it kind of overdoes it a little bit. Yeah. And But it's very much kind of setting a... We have our two main characters from chapter one. That's going to be Tadano and Komi. And then they have to introduce some people for them to play with. But because they're doing the name puns, they kind of overdo it. I, didn't, I felt uh, Najimi got a good introduction. They didn't really overdo Najimi. And Najimi kind of becomes more pigeonholed as it goes along. But for people like Yamai and Agati, it's just... It almost feels like the author wrote themselves into a corner a little bit, and they pulled back on some of those characters. Yamai is still Yandere, but like Agati, they start off by doing this really kind of a creepy thing, which doesn't really fit the Agati name, and then they pull it back a bit as the volumes go on. But it's So the idea is that Komi, because she can't communicate, she wants friends, and her goal is to make 100 friends. Before she graduates. Before she graduates. And so Tadano, because he can understand her and he's able to communicate with her, decides to help her, which is why we have our bajillion weird, quirky characters coming in. And so in the first volume, we have Najimi, the childhood friend. Yeah. And Agari, Agari is, what is Agari again? Agari is always high tension. High tension. Which so is, how... sorry, tension. Tension to kai no. Uh, it, she's just, she's always like 
amped up, I guess, but not in like a super excited way. That would be Netsuko, who comes, who shows up later, who's an awesome character. She's just more always kind of like, you know, when you get jittery, she's almost always jittery because mm. she's overthinking things to an extent, but still doing, I don't know. So she's got that kind of feel to yeah. it. But I honestly, I hated in the first volume, I hated Najimi and I hated Agadi because they're just horrible people. Oh yeah. Najimi doesn't change. I feel I felt Najimo was a little better in volume two, but Najimo Najimi actually goes out of their way to be really, really mean to Tadano. Like everybody is really, really mean to him. Like he's just trying his best, but because he's close to Komi-san, they like try to bring him down a peg. Oh, I know. I remember the uh, whatever his Komi Defense Force does that. Yeah, but you know the kind of the background character, the ninja, and all that. What is I know Najimi kind of pushes uh Komi to into a subway and into a Starbucks, but what does Najimi do to Tadano? I don't remember. Um that. they play a game in the first book, I think, and uh Najimi kind of drags Tadano into it and they kind of every time he does something the entire group just glares at him and I think they, they invite Komi san to join and then they're like, Oh, Tadano, I guess you could join too, giving him the the stink eye of you you don't want to join we don't want you in our group yeah I, which is really really mean yeah background really quick is komi can't communicate but ah, she's yeah. also beautiful and so she's kind of achieved this ice queen idol standard well not even ice queen she's just like this idol that the rest of the school looks up to because oh not my goodness just she's idol they literally call her a god yeah they deify her they deify her um deify her deify her i don't know anyway but so everyone's kind of like oh my goodness it's Komi but she can't talk to anyone which people interpret as she doesn't talk to anyone and when Tadano realizes that and starts to kind of bring her out of her shell everyone else is like oh my god why is this normal guy around the goddess goddess. yeah so there's a bit of yeah which that's another problem I have with it as well is that everybody puts Komi-san on this pedestal Mm -hmm. And they literally worship her. Like, Agari is like, I want to be your dog. And I want to, like, basically lick your feet. I think she actually says that. No, yeah, Agari, I think, again, I'm saying... They they picked the worst characters to introduce the series. It's it's annoying, because Agari, once the author pulls back a bit from a lot of the really creepy stuff, is a fine character. Like, I think you've now read the bit where they go out to lunch or something after school. Yes. Did you read that one, where they go to the restaurant? And it turns out that Agari is a restaurant critic. Yes. Yes, yeah. they go to the ramen restaurant. Yeah. So that part worked out fine. Yeah, that was great. It that was in volume two. Yeah, it doesn't have any weird, creepy stuff about it. It's still, it's totally fine. And you can, yeah, I, they chose the wrong way to introduce that character. So I think that's the thing is that volume one has these very creepy characters. Komi-san's put on a pedestal and everyone worships her, which doesn't make her social anxiety any better. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm not going to enjoy this at all. And then I read volume two, and I really, really liked it. I think yeah. I needed to get over that hurdle of volume one in order to get into it. Once the story starts, it's good. Yes, but you need to get past that initial, oh, this is, why is everyone creepy and horrible? Yeah. And then they, they stop being, well, they tone it down, Yeah, like you said. Yeah, it, 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 it definitely does have that, as I was saying, monster of the week feel at the beginning, where it's just kind of, we need to get characters in here so that you don't have just the two main characters and you can propel the story using these other ones. And what I found is as you get deeper in, they kind of 
you'll get just the you'll be able to pretty quickly tell who are the side cast who are used to move the story along and who are going to kind of join the main cast so i mean looking at volume one clearly the main cast is going to be tarano and komi and then to some extent najimi Mm, yeah najimi is a pretty big driving force in order to get tarano and komi kind of together alone doing stuff yeah and to just propel it there's actually a bit in one of the volumes um where you've got a group of characters sitting around awkwardly not talking to each other, and they all think as one, man, if only Najimi were here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've had that before. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wow, where's the extrovert? We need we need an extrovert in here. Jen, you were the extrovert when I met you. Yes, but I am an introvert around extroverts and an extrovert around introverts. Poor you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so sincere. Um, one other critique I have of this mm-hmm. is it's really hard to read. Not it's just not story wise, but literally the font changes frequently. Often there is a lot of text on screen and a lot of sound effects and just a lot going on. Yeah, it's, that for me made it quite difficult to read. It's a problem I've been noticing with some modern manga and honestly with modern video games as well is that. They're made for the broadsheet format. If you go buy Weekly Shonen Sunday, you're going to get a page that's more than twice the size of what you get in the Tonkaban version. And so when you're seeing this tiny little text, well, on a page that's twice as large, it's a lot easier to read. That's a really good point. And you yeah. get it with video games, too. There was a game we we have for Switch, and I'm trying to remember which one it was, that on the TV worked fine, but when I pulled the Switch out of its mm-hmm. cradle... The text was tiny. I couldn't read any of it. I'm like, oh, well, they didn't think about the fact that you need to be able to play this 10 feet away and you need to be able to play this on whatever it is, an eight inch screen, uh, two feet away. Yeah. And with some, I've been finding with some manga that you get the same problem. There's been ones I've been looking at. And even with a microscope, you feel like you can't read some of it. It's just tiny. It's not just tiny. In Komi san, there are like literally walls of text yeah. that I just didn't read. Yeah, I just skipped over them completely because my brain was like, and eh, no, I can't be bothered to fight with this right now. Fair enough. It's usually all the same character, too. Mm, no, I think it's a variety. There's Najimi, there's uh, Yama, Yamai. Yamai. I usually Yandere. found it was Yamai who did that. But yeah. She's the worst. Uh. Uh, slight <laughs> spoiler, but just to make it better for you, when they go to year two... She's put in a different class. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, the author uses year two to shake up the classes a lot and keep some of the big moving characters uh, and then also swap Introduce. out the background driving characters, which is nice. That That's good to hear. Yeah, because Yamai is the worst. Yamai is Yandere, so she is really creepy. Like, really creepy. Yamai is the worst. <laughs> Why did they have to start the series with literally the worst characters? <laughs> I'm assuming they went with a Yandere character because that's just a thing nowadays. Tsundere's, Yandere's, Kudere's. It's always been a thing. Dere, 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 dere. I guess, yeah, but it, it's such you a big character. You just don't read char- enough horror. Thank God. <laughs> no, but it's such a big character type that they're like, they're like, oh, I guess we need a Yandere for this. And so they put it in and then, yeah, Yama is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> So if you are interested in reading Komi-san Can't Communicate, buy the first two volumes, hashtag affiliated link, 
<laughs> We're going to do all this and then not put any affiliate you know. links. <laughs> Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Sorry, we don't have a Patreon. Spoilers. But yeah, no, read the get the first two volumes. Don't just get the first one because if you're like me, you might not like it. Uh, but you want to get through to the second volume if you want to enjoy it. Oh, you got to push past that too. You're going to meet the uh, Katai-kun later. He's great. You're going to meet Mambagi-chan. Oh my goodness, what's been happening recently with Mambagi? Primo stuff. Okay. Like the best shoujo manga I've read in a magazine called Shonen Sunday. Okay. It's so good. Okay. It is so good. <laughs> I will I will keep reading. So I've just started volume three. Yeah. And I have 11 more volumes to go. Until I buy volume 15. Until you buy volume 15. Then you'll have 12. Yay. Maths. No, no, not the maths. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, so yeah, so the translation can be just, when you're getting into the translation, realize there's going to be stuff missing. And when you get to characters you don't like, I mean, assuming that the characters you don't like are not Komi and Tadano, because they're going to be in pretty much every chapter, just realize that most of them are going to be background characters and they won't always be around either. I think one of the other things as well is once I got past volume one is it had a lot more like kin moments, like, oh, yay, that's like, yay, kind of, that's really cute, which is what you want from a romance. 100%, yeah. Yeah, the story picks up. And you can see the characters start to develop and change. And it's the characters developing, especially Komi, as she's learning to be more open around other people, especially Tadano, because it's romance. Yes. <laughs> that you're going to get more of those moments. Yeah. So I will keep reading it. I will try to catch up. No, take your own time. But it was it was a struggle. It was a massive struggle to get started for me. Fair enough. So, any other feedback? We've got characters. We've got a little bit of plot, I guess. Um, I guess the art. I like. I really like the art. I think the expressions. The expressions are good, except for the really creepy characters. Yes. Which are just creepy, which yes. I guess means that the expressions are good for that scene. Yes. But like, Komi-san's expressions are just adorable. I love her so much. And she'll you. The characters are drawn a bit cutesy, not like you know, full-on chibi or anything like that. But there's always usually one page per chapter where just Komi just... will be drawn differently to kind of be like, this is what the characters are seeing type thing. Or yeah. especially this is what Tadano is seeing, which I've always enjoyed. Also, I think not only the f does the font change quite frequently, but sometimes the art style would change to if they're making a reference to something. So sometimes it helps to be widely read in manga in order to get the Japanese meme that they're referencing. That's true, too, yeah. I think other manga do it more sometimes, but it definitely does happen. But no, I really I like the art, even if the pages can be really busy at times. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> that is my other... That is really my only other takeaway from this, is I would recommend it, but some people might not like it. So, recommended, but with a caveat. With a what? Caveat. Caveat? Yeah. Like... Side dish? Yes, a side dish. Like Wait. taco on. What? 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 No. What? <laughs> I'm really confused. <laughs> no, it's like it's like putting an asterisk on your recommendation. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Do they do that in England? Yes, but I didn't know that you called caviars. No, Cav not caviar, caveat. Caveat? Sure. It's a boat. <laughs> 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 no, but um Yeah, I I've just I've always 
I've been reading it now forever, as I said. Well, forever. I think I saw the first volume came out in 2017, 2016 or something. 2016. 2016, yeah. So the pilot would have come out just before that. I don't think the pilot chapter is included in any of the volumes. They never are. And luckily for this one, I found they didn't change it too much between the pilot and the actual story. Because sometimes they do, and you start reading the actual story, and you get really, really disappointed. (laughs) Nisikoi. Exactly. She said it, so I didn't have to. (laughs) But in this one, I felt they didn't. So it worked out really well. And it's adorable. Oh, yeah. Thank Uh, you for, well, I say recommending. I mean, like, literally going, Jen, read this, Ren, read this, Jen, read this. You should really read this. You, and you Please. did. I did. <laughs> um, you're welcome. Huzzah! A successful <laughs> recommendation. Uh, half, half successful. Are you still reading it? I am still reading it. Then victory is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you with my next recommendation. Fair enough. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Otafu Susume, or Recommendations from My Otaku Spouse. If you want to hear from us a little more, you can follow us at Annie Bruce Creative on, on Twitter. Twitter. And you can find us at www.anniebrucecreative.com, as well as our other sibling podcasts. Yeah, uh, there's Real Japan, where they look at live-action adaptations of manga and anime. There's... Uh, Shin Annie Bros Prime, Shin Annie Cousins Just Prime, Annie Bros Annie Prime, Bros Prime, Annie Cousin Prime. There's the main one that we're named <laughs> after. That uh, <laughs> we clearly do, remember the name of. <laughs> where they do more deep dives into different topics, and then there's also Fujoshi no, Tribe. No, those two are the only ones that those are active. Two. Nope, those are the only two. Those are the only two. Those are the only two. There are no more. Yeah, those two and us. So three. Yay! <laughs> three podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so now the ending music's gonna play. Cool. Thanks for <laughs> Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.